0: Hello, my friends, Dr. Renee Tucker here. Well, I thought I'd chat with you today about scar tissue, scar tissue. What can be done about it, including the gelding scar tissue? You may say, well, Dr. Tucker, isn't that going to be a little bit boring? Because you know, scar tissue, it's there. It is what it is. You just deal with it, right? Well, and here I am saying no, you can really, really help resolve scar tissue's effect on the body. so let me go on so you know, what am I talking about? Okay, Um, I like to think of scar tissue as two types, internal scar tissue and external scar tissue. The external scar tissue is the stuff, scar tissue that you can see on the outside of the body. For example, if a horse has a long cut all along the coffin bone, you can see sometimes those raised, kind of ropey, knotty scars. Those are obvious external scar tissue. A lot of times those feel really tight and hard and they don't move along the skin. So ideally we'd like those to be a little bit loose and not so tight. So we can do that and we'll get back to that shortly. The other one is the internal scar tissue. Now, one of the examples of that is surgeries. For example, the gelding surgery. Uh, just so you know, sometimes gelding surgeries can get a lot of internal scar tissue, and sometimes it's just minimal. And part of the reason for this difference is that uh, when the testicles are developed in utero, they start behind the kidneys. So that's way up on the back. Okay, like right about the back of the saddle, that's where the kidneys are. And so then those testicles travel from about the saddle back towards the tail, through the pelvis area and then down and out the body. So anywhere along that pathway, you can get scar tissue all that way. So some horses do, some don't. We don't really quite know why that is. It doesn't seem to have much to do with infection or exercise, maybe just a predisposition to that. We don't know why. The fact is some horses can get some scar tissue anywhere in the pelvis and even up to the kidneys. That being said, we have that gelding scar tissue and then other examples of internal scar tissue is where you've had a lot of inflammation for some sickness type reason. For example, if you had a horse or even yourself has had some pneumonia, you know, chronic pneumonia can go on for a couple of months. And during that time, you get so much inflammation, adhesions, uh, and then things start getting scar tissue. So you may have heard of people who have pneumonia scarring horses can get that too so that's an example of where the internal uh, scar tissue is in an organ and this can certainly happen with any other organ so for example again if intestines have been inflamed for months you could certainly get some internal scar tissue in the intestines or even the liver Uh, so my point here is that internal scar tissue can be anywhere It does not have to be the result of a surgery, although that certainly would give you scar tissue too. Okay, so, so far, we have internal scar tissue and external scar tissue. Now, what I'd like us to look at scar tissue as being made of two components. The first component is the the part that's still needed, that needed part, so for example, on the external scar tissue, You still have some scar that's needed to hold the two edges of the skin together. So that's still needed. That's one part. The other part, though, is after the scar tissue is, you know, healed up and that initial like angry redness and swelling and heat is all gone. Now we have part of the scar tissue that is no longer needed. Now, that includes uh, the things I mentioned like inflammation components and fibrinogen, lymphatic immune system components, adhesions, which is like the gluey substance. Once the scar tissue is technically healed, all those components are no longer needed. But in many cases, they're still there. For example, with that horse with a cut on the coffin bone, or at least along the coffin bone skin, you know, you have to see the scar tissue, but you, you can feel when you try to move it that it won't move. And that's because those components that are no longer needed, like the adhesions, are stuck to the stuff underneath it. In some cases, when we have tendons that have gone ahead and healed up, but there's still that sticky substance of adhesions sticking to other tendons or tendon sheaths. And even though on the ultrasound, it's perfectly fine, the tendon or ligament, it's not moving right. And sometimes they'll say, well, that's because of scar tissue. Makes sense. But you can change that. Yay! Okay. So that's the summary of it. We got internal scar tissue, external. Both types have a residual part that's still needed and all the rest of the stuff that's no longer needed. So with TBT, that's the Tucker Biokinetic Technique, we can get rid of no longer needed scar tissue parts so that we have the tendons healed up so they're no longer sticking to each other. We have gelding tissue, uh, sorry about that, gelding scar tissue, which is no longer sticky, and that will allow internal tissues to move freely. So you can really get some range of motion uh, on the gelding scar issue at the hind end. Okay, so I can't really explain the whole TBT part other than it is energy work. And what we do is we work to release all of those no longer needed scar tissue components. Now that doesn't mean that the scar tissue disappears Like you're still going to have a scar on the front of that coffin bone. But a lot of times it'll be softer, less knotty, less stuck to the rest of the tissue. So you can move the skin around. And a lot of times if it's red at all, like on a person, it'll get less red. It's really pretty cool. So if you have scar tissue issues, please consider hiring one of our great TBT practitioners. Those are all listed at wheredosmyhorseheart.com slash practitioner and of course you are always welcome to become one we would love to see you and that's at tuckerbiokinetic.com thanks for listening guys i'll talk to you later